I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck. Available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellasai. I'm here in the studio, as always, with my producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hey, Matt. I'm so excited about this episode. Also, I love the way you're wearing your headphones right now. So chic. You should be excited about every episode, okay? I know, I know. Because I always am. Oh. <laughs> Today, we're kicking things off with Worst Things First, where I shout about the worst news of the week, as always. Then, we are doing an extended deep dive into Hot Guy March Madness! While everyone else is paying attention to, I don't know, a bunch of 19-year-olds dribbling their leather balls, we're going to bring your attention to a more appropriate competition. We'll be joined by Nicole Perkins... You might remember her as a former guest on Unhappy Hour. She was a co-host of Thirst Aid Kit. She's a poet, a writer, and she'll be bringing her expert thirst to our debate. Last year, if you remember, Joe Mangianiello won. (laughs) So stick around to find out who will be this year's winning hunk. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's break out our brackets and start. The show! Alright, horse things first. The worst news of the week. First! A woman woke up in her apartment in Phoenix, Arizona to the smell of something burning. Luckily, her apartment was not on fire. Turns out it was just a drunk stranger who broke in and was making himself tortillas on her (laughs) stovetop. It's low-key terrifying. That's so scary. But also, you know, it's basically breakfast in bed. Yeah. I mean, as long as he made enough. Yeah. I would welcome that. That's That's a personal chef. So the woman called for her roommate and they demanded that the guy leave. And the story says... He then went onto the balcony and began eating a can of soup. (laughs) (laughs) I think eating a can of soup. I don't know. There's something about those words. I feel like they shouldn't go together. They should not. I don't know why. Like drinking a can of soup. Right. But like it's uncooked, right? I mean, technically it's all cooked. My brother will just open up a can of SpaghettiOs and eat it cold. There we go. It's disgusting. Is is this your brother? (laughs) Was he in Um, Phoenix, Arizona recently? I would say it was him, except for the fact that I don't think he's ever used a (laughs) stovetop. So uh, probably not, because this person was making himself tortillas. Apparently, one of the women believed uh, that she left the door unlocked to go do laundry, and then he let himself in. That's what happens. On a similar note, uh, police in Michigan are looking for a man who walked into a subway, made his own sandwich, rang up orders for a bunch of customers, and then stole $20 from the cash register before taking off. Stole or earned his dime. <laughs> yeah. Like, he did. Yeah. He worked. Yeah. The man, uh, I guess, told workers that he worked at another area subway and asked if he could just make his own sandwich, and they were like, absolutely not. <laughs> But he decided to just go behind the counter and start making his own sandwich anyway. I I don't understand how, like, they said no, but then they just, like, let the rest of it happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, long enough for him to ring up multiple people. I think a lot of these stories are pretty inspiring, actually. Yeah. It's like, if you want it, go for it. Don't apply for a job. Just go fucking do it. Yeah. Make a sandwich. He should be managing this place now. In his defense, the subway was one of those subways that are inside a Walmart. And that's like international waters. Yeah. Rules don't apply. Mm -mm. You do whatever you want. Michigan is like the Florida of the Midwest, I feel like. Anyway, again, if this is your dream, go and do it. Don't wait. If you want a sandwich, get a sandwich. 
steal it. Next! An airplane was forced to make a U-turn recently. <laughs> I don't know. It had to turn around. Okay. <laughs> After a woman realized she left her baby at the airport terminal. No! How? I want an explanation. Finders keepers. The flight is requesting to come back. The controller explains to a coworker, a passenger forgot her baby in the waiting area. The poor thing. <laughs> the pilot chimes in. I told you a passenger has left her baby in the terminal and she is refusing to continue the flight. Yeah, because she forgot <laughs> her fucking baby. <laughs> How like, did it take that long, though? I don't know if that was like, oh, she's like, oh, I, this, I thought this bushel of potatoes was my baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like you, at that point, like, that should be the first thing you look for. Yeah. I don't like phone wallet keys. Because, like, there's a lot of time baby. between getting on the plane and being in the air. Like, you're taxing for a while. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you remember before you even sit down? Where's my baby? I don't, I like literally cannot fathom what kind of, I mean, I listen, I've never been a, a, a mother. Right. One day, one day when I give birth, I'll know. Maybe she was just so frazzled. She, the, the rigors of motherhood had so ravaged her brain. Or that is just a forgettable kid. <laughs> She's just boring, she was boring like, child. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> I have forgotten my laptop at hotels, which yeah, is basically my baby. That is basically the same thing. Yeah. And finally, a small town in Vermont elected a three-year-old Nubian goat named Lincoln as its first mayor. Wow. So now a goat is the leader of this town. I don't really understand <laughs> why it says first mayor. Do they just like not have any elected officials? Is it a new town? Do they still make towns? Maybe. Maybe they, yeah, decided if they're just a new town and they're going to be led by a goat. Not Fred. Fred has more important things to do. Yeah, he can't be bogged down by the system. This is Mayor Lincoln, and upon being sworn in, she promptly shit all over the ground, <laughs> which is great. Hey, you know, it's what most politicians do anyway. Am yeah. I right? Oh! Am I right? Uh, commentary. The town held an entire swearing-in ceremony in which the mayor-elect stepped on an ink pad with her right front hoof and stomped <laughs> on the official mayoral paperwork. Uh, apparently the whole thing was the result of a fundraiser for a local school playground. For $5, children could nominate the animal of their choice for the position of mayor. What I'm confused by is that uh, it said Mayor Lincoln the goat beat out more than a dozen other animals. That means that at best they raised like 60 bucks. Oh. <laughs> I don't quite know how this fundraiser worked, but $5 for a nomination and there were about a dozen contestants. Maybe I, I'm bad at math, but... Uh... You're a freaking mathlete. Don't humble yourself. I don't know how much $60 buys in Vermont, but I don't know. Maybe like a swing, but with only one chain. <laughs> so you, it's, it's more like a, just a dangling rope. Anyway, it's been a great day for goats. Basically, if there's any one lesson that you take away from this week's Worst Things First, it's that you can be anything you want. Be a fucking mayor, even if you're a goat. Be a subway barista. Leave your baby at a fucking airport. <laughs> Do whatever you want. And that's it for this week's Worst Things First. Next, we have got our second annual round of Hot Guy March Madness. All right, well, we are embarking on Hot Guy March Madness 2019. We are joined in the studio by Nicole Perkins. Who, hello, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone may remember Nicole as a, a former guest on Unhappy Hour, co-host of Thirst Aid Kit. So she is a thirst expert, and your expertise is necessary. 
as we as we go through this challenge. Well, I'm a little nervous looking at the um, matches here, but, you know, I think I can handle it. Hopefully I'm yeah. scared. I'm nervous. And if you want to play along at home, folks, we've tweeted out the bracket. You don't know the challenges, but people have already been playing. But uh, once you know the challenges, we're going to engage even more. Yeah. So just methodology, because this is very important. Um, we randomly picked 32 guys, and then I randomized them. Um, so I did not choose these matchups. It was chosen by a list randomizer. So we have 32 guys, 16 matchups to start. Each round, as we've done it in the past, will have a question, a sort of challenge to help us decide which guy should win the round. I would say it doesn't have to be. It could be a more of a guide. It doesn't have to be like the deciding factor. <laughs> but like, let's use this as our prompt. Yeah, as our prompt. Okay, OK. OK. Are we ready? Yes. Yes. Round one. Who is most likely to make you a delicious, romantic, carb-filled dinner wearing nothing but an aggressively short apron while you sit on the couch and yell inappropriate instructions at him? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sizzle that sausage. Hey. I don't know. Uh, and this is between Noah Centineo and John Boyega. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with John Boyega. Because I feel like he actually knows how to cook and like wouldn't destroy the kitchen. But Noah might just like he'd get easily distracted, be dancing around. He'd like start climbing the wall. Yeah. And then he'd probably be, you know, he'd want to Instagram it and shit. And I'm like, no, just this is for me. Let's get on with it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I do think. Yeah. This is why the question does influence my answer here, because um, I do think like Noah Centinet has more of that like fuck boy vibe. Yeah. Which I'm drawn to clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I feel like John Boyega is like nice and would treat me right. Yeah, like John... <laughs> but because my brain is fucked up, I go the other way. <laughs> I mean, John would play play along and be silly and you know whatever. Yeah. But I think he would be also focused on not burning down the house. Yeah, and yeah. Noah would be like on his phone a little bit and just being you know. I also feel like his idea of like a romantic dinner is like tortilla chips with like shredded cheese on it and right. then microwave. I think he's way more wholesome than that. I think and by <laughs> Wholesome. I mean, like Whole30 like cares about diet and stuff. So I think I he'd know. like really try. Mm -hmm. You know, also, I just like thinking about him in an itty bitty apron. So um, yeah. that's for me. I feel like John's thighs, though, in the little bitty apron mm -hmm. would really mm -hmm. just... So I'm outnumbered here. Yeah. I do think we have to declare John Boyega the winner of this first matchup. Ooh. Sorry, Noah. I don't know if you've seen any of his... Uh... <laughs> Online videos? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Next, Gael Garcia Bernal, famously the voice of the guy from Coco. Do you know him? <laughs> I know him, yes, but I have not seen Coco to my shame. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I just, I'm not ready to cry. And everyone right, says right. you're going to cry. Yeah, oh, yeah. If you want to sob, you should watch it. And Henry Golding from Crazy Rich Asians, Simple Favor. I, I say Gael. I feel like he would sing to me. He would, you know, again, be silly, but also just kind of take it a little seriously. Henry, I feel like maybe, I don't know, he's such an old Hollywood kind of guy to me. So yeah. maybe he would have some like funny stuff happening with it. But I don't know. I just don't see him in an itty bitty apron. <laughs> Yeah, I almost he's to, to me like Henry Golding is like model hot. Right. It's yeah. Like I I'll take your picture and it'll look great, but I don't know if you can like hold a utensil very well. Right. Yeah. And you know he looks good in a kitchen from a simple favor, like some gorgeous kitchens in there, and he does look great. But I don't remember him cooking a meal. No. Yeah. Also, Gael Garcia Bernal is like to me just one of the most romantic hot people. Yeah. He's just so and like his voice, like everything. Yeah, you want that man in a kitchen with you. Yeah. yeah. All right. I think we've decided. Yeah. It's Sorry. I love Henry Golding, too, so much. He's so beautiful. What they don't talk about with a challenge like this is just how painful it is, you know? I know. Especially yeah. because... It's exciting and it's beautiful, but yeah, it's... Everyone who doesn't win dies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, a very hard choice for me, personally. really one of the most difficult ones. Harry Styles and Oscar Isaac. 
I feel like just based on reputation alone, I'm required to say Harry Styles. I also feel like he would like really take care to cook a meal for you. That's true. Like just based on like a personal yeah, connection like based on your alone, relationship. Thing. I think he would make me a better meal. Like yeah. Oscar doesn't know me like that. Right. I feel like <laughs> Harry like would know all my favorites and yeah, make it with love. Um, Even though I think Oscar could probably like fill out an apron better. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, this is difficult for me. Um because I want to say Oscar, just because I feel like Oscar would fuck me on the counter in the middle of, <laughs> of cooking and everything. But I also remember Harry Styles in that um, carpool karaoke thing that yeah. he did, and his mouth—he was like singing, and his oh, he opened his mouth really wide, and I—I <laughs> I have never forgotten it. <laughs> and this is why we brought you on the um, research, the detail. <laughs> I don't know. This is um, a this is a hard one. And see, also like Oscar is a little older, mm-hmm. more distinguished, right? But Harry could possibly be a good boy toy for me, right? He right. also could like really learn to be a good cook. You know, there's right. a learning curve, and and he's on it. Also, Harry did used to be a baker. What? Uh, that what? was yeah. He was like a baker <laughs> apprentice. That was he worked in a bakery. Well then, so mm. I think he knows how to like knead. Need the dough, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's barely I, a euphemism. Sure. Uh, okay. Uh, Can I also just say that I um, did see Oscar Isaac in real life recently at a press junket, and mm-hmm. he walked past me and said the words, I'll barf, because he was talking about a food allergy. And I was like, I will for you oh my God. right now. Um, he's so fucking beautiful. Yeah. Those eyebrows. But... Ooh. Harry's got an advantage here. I think I'm going to have to <laughs> upset myself and go with Harry. Oh my god! I didn't wow. think that we would all agree, I didn't but think we so got either. there. And I like <sighs> really love Oscar Isaac. Yeah, me too. All right. Next, we have Diego Luna, also from Star Wars and Narcos, mm-hmm. and uh, Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know. Initial Take thoughts. Take us through. Take us through. <laughs> okay. Diego, I, 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 I fancy him a lot, mm-hmm. but Timothy, okay. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited for where this is going. Okay, there is a moment in Call Me By Your Name mm-hmm. where he's making out with the girl. Right. And so they're like outside and they're leaning up against like the, I don't know what, chateau, whatever it is. Yeah. And then someone drives up and so they part and... Timothy kind of like adjust himself. <laughs> and I was like, oh, how old is this boy? Before I think the thoughts that I am thinking. But I I believe, uh, to use your phrase, that he would um, fill out that apron very well mm. in a very crucial part of the apron. Okay, okay. So that I'm... <laughs> and he just... Uh, his jawline. Yeah. I mean, that has nothing to do with cooking in the kitchen, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, he could cut stuff with it. Yes. I I want him naked in the kitchen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's a convincing argument. <laughs> and he he also knows his way around food. With, oh, does in, he? in all the ways. Oh, yeah. the peach? He's going to yeah. make yeah. some yeah. sort of peach pasta? <laughs> I don't know what carb he's making. Fruit is a carb? Uh, <laughs> he could do like a peach and pork chop kind of thing is pork chop a car no pork i don't know whatever <laughs> listen the meal doesn't have to be we don't have to be that specific right. yeah i i feel like maybe i just know less about diego luna i yeah. fantasized about him less mm-hmm. i think he's cute in like you know his own way yeah i just thought that much more about timothy and yeah, I mean, the entire plot of Call Me By Your Name is about lusting after someone who's only like 17. So there <laughs> so. we go. So Timothy <laughs> Even though it should be said, I think he's... He's, he's 22 least, now. He's of yeah. age. Yeah. He's yeah. 22, 23 now. I'm into there it. There are no minors on this list. Oh, no. Great. You know, that it's going to be Timothy versus Harry. No. Oh, fuck. Oh. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, our next matchup, Joe Jonas versus Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Michael Moving B. Jordan. <laughs> Without doubt. <laughs> I don't even want to explain that. Like Joe Jonas managed to get a, a Game of Thrones girl, so. 
Boo. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Many happy returns to them. <laughs> yeah, I think I, yeah, I agree. Michael B. Jordan. Next, Ryan Reynolds versus uh, Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali. Uh-huh. Uh, just, there's no question. I, I mean, he would be so attentive and also just kind of like, filthy (laughs) and I tried to respect him because he's like you know he doesn't really do like explicit sex scenes like he's not into that you know because he's Muslim and Uh he's trying to like uh like keep whatever boundaries that he needs to keep right so I don't want to get like too like disrespectful but I need to see him in my kitchen in almost nothing just cooking me a nice meal and mm-hmm. just winking at me, you know, just kind yeah. of, you know. I feel like, yeah, he would, like, lay out the table, like, light yeah. candles. It would be, like, the whole thing. Yeah. I feel like Ryan Reynolds, he would text you and be like, babe, I'm going to make you, I'm going to make you an amazing meal. And then you come home and he'd be like, I made you a sandwich. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then that's, that'd be it. <laughs> he would annoy yeah. me too much. We'll go with Mahershala. All right, next Jesse Williams versus Sterling K. Brown. Wow. That is a tough one. I'm going to go with Sterling K. Brown just because I feel like Jesse Williams might be kind of a dick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um, You know, he's very attractive to look at. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Just something stops me, you know, from loving him all the way. Yeah. Sterling K. Brown is silly. He doesn't mind making a fool of himself. Like sometimes he'll be really ridiculous on his Instagram and stuff. Um, He plays with people on Twitter. There was a tweet that showed him, like it was an award show and his wife was sitting next to him and she was clapping for him and stuff. And Sterling K kind of winked at the camera or whatever. And the tweet said, what happens when you introduce your boyfriend to your girls after you've been telling him he, he's been laying pipe all night or whatever, right? <laughs> and Sterling responded to it with all these emojis, like laughing, and then the last emoji was a wink. I was like, okay. <laughs> You're <a> saucy. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. I'm down. Next, KJ Appa. How do you say his name? Appa. KJ Appa. And Rami Malek. I gotta say, I'm not actually on the Rami Malek train. I just don't really get it. I I watched Mr. Robot and I like got it. I do. I also remember seeing. I saw him in person, and he also. I mean, it's like any like yeah, vaguely hot, very famous person. You're like, oh, you're his stunning, skin is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I feel like KJ Appa. I've only really seen just like pictures of him on the internet. <laughs> Can I just say, when Luke Perry passed away, R.I.P. Sweet, sweet baby, all the Riverdale cast were posting these, like, beautiful Instagrams uh, that, like, you know, just, like, really beautiful things that they're saying about Luke. And then KJ Appas was just, like, rest in love, bro. That's the one from KJ. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if he's going to, like, really take care of making a meal for you. Right. Right. Um... This is difficult for me because I don't really, I don't think I care for either one of these. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Should we just call this one, uh, what do they call it, a bye? I I would say KJ then, just because like he would look real good in an apron. Yeah, I mean, I just think on just on looks alone, I would I would pick KJ. Right, but I also feel like Rami would. I don't know. Like, he would, like, spank you with a spatula or something. <laughs> like, he looks kind of like he wants to murder you with sex. I, yeah, yeah. That, that scares me. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a little intrigued, but yeah, KJ. He's a baby. Yeah, you know, the boy toy thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not mad at KJ if he moves on. I, I yeah, I vote KJ. All right. Okay. I'd say, yeah, Rami can. He'll be all right. He'll use his spatula in other ways. <laughs> We'll find a use for it. Um, Next, I feel like we'll probably uh, disagree on this one, but for uh, acceptable reasons. Um, Jason Momoa versus Shawn Mendes. It's really not a contest. It's not. And I accept that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Shawn, I love Shawn Mendes because I have the brain of like a 13-year-old girl. Um, 
But yeah, Jason Momoa. Yes, yeah. Jason. Yeah. I actually I don't know anything about Sean Mendes mm-hmm. other than like people seem to love him. Yeah, um, I mean he's just like the most basic looking like mannequin. Yeah, but. He's beautiful. But yeah, I'm going to go with Jason. Yeah. Okay. I, that's fair, and yeah. I accept it, and I will agree. <laughs> have not seen Aquaman, though, so. I haven't either. No. But I accept that. I'm sorry to Sean Mendez. But yeah. All right, next. Um, Nick Jonas and Riz Ahmed. Wow. Riz. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I just... just a gut. <laughs> I mean, again, he just looks like... Like, he'd be a really good time. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, this is another one where I'm like, I'm clearly, I've thirsted after Nick Jonas, but I feel like, I feel like that my, my thirst for him is like, has reached a a valley. But I do feel like he would really take care to cook a meal for you. Mm. Nick? Do you think so? Yeah. Mm. I mean, they probably have personal chefs. He's the one who's married to, um. Priyanka. Priyanka, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm, I don't think mm -hmm. they ever cook for themselves. I mean, I'm willing to give it to Riz. I I feel like my my explanation was like I'm not that I'm not like that diehard for Nick Jonas that yeah. I'll like go to bat for him. Yeah, because like I feel like he hasn't gone to bat for me. Yeah, <laughs> right. So that's why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. I don't think he would even cook that well. Next round, Anthony Porowski from Queer Eye. I've I've never really said his last name before. <laughs> <laughs> And Ben Wishaw from a bunch of British things. <laughs> he was the dad in Mary Poppins Returns. Mm-hmm. The Hour. The that Hour. Was, was yeah. that the one where he plays like a? They're news reporters, or they have it's like a BBC news show or something like that, and they're talking about the history of it from like the sixties and uh-huh. everything. Um, it was really good. It was only for a season. But if you can find it, I would suggest watching it. It's really, really good. Okay. And he's Q in the new Bond movies. But he doesn't cook on a show Yeah, this like is, Anthony does. This is one where... That's a real advantage. But isn't the joke that he just puts avocado on everything? <laughs> <laughs> so is that really cooking? I don't know. I vote Ben because I love his hair. Yeah, this is one of those where, like, I feel like the question w- it does influence my answer. As m- basic as it is to defend Anthony's cooking, I will defend it. I feel like he is a better cook than the- what the show lets on. Mm, uh, he's definitely a better cook than you are. And that's, that's what true. matters in this scenario. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, his Instagram presence is now both, like, just outright thirst traps mm-hmm. And him, like, trying to convince everybody that he can actually, like, cook more than just slicing it up. I appreciate the effort that he puts into it. Also, he's very good looking. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm willing to let (laughs) Anthony go. This is not a pity win. As much as I love, I do love Ben. Okay, I'm really excited about this next one. Manny Jacinto and Zac Efron. (laughs) Very different vibes. Very different. I'm going to vote Manny. Okay. But I want to hear why. I mean, they both dance or have a dance background or sure. whatever. Yeah, because Manny, if like you look at his some of his older Instagram posts, he has pictures of him dancing to. I, don't know, I well, think he was dancing to a Rihanna song or something. That like was that. really like in when they cast him, they like found photo. No, they found videos of him dancing, and they like made that a part of his character on The Good Place. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't the other way around. Yes, yeah, so I feel like front. he would be you know good to look at while he's cooking. He's gonna be dancing around. He's gonna be playful. You mm-hmm. know, you get to see those thighs flexing and right. doing things. <laughs> I mean, Zach is also a little thick-thighed bay. Yeah, it's gotten thicker through the years. That's for yeah. sure. That's the thing. I feel like, I don't know, I feel a little weird critiquing someone's um, choices in this way. But, like, I don't know, Zac Efron is starting to scare me. <laughs> oh, how so? I just, like, I don't know. He's got like, Bundy two... With the Bundy thing? Well, there's that. Mm. But he's got like, two ripped. It, like, is... It's just a, like... It's a little incredible hulky. It's a little, like, male bodybuilder where, like, I don't know, your, like, muscles have, like, ripples in them mm-hmm. that are like mm-hmm. don't look like they should be there yeah i don't know for me it's more like i think i could like bro out with zach but i think i could like really fall in love with manny mm. that's very accurate yeah, yeah mm-hmm. i accept that 
Next, Idris Elba versus Penn Badgley. Very different energies Would love for both of them to murder me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like they both have that capability. (sighs) I would say, I mean, I just, I feel like Idris would cook a better meal. Yeah. Yes, but I also think he would be too... um... Not serious, but like earnest with it. Like, yeah. For a lot of my friends, we think Idris is a little too Uncle Corny, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. You know, kind of, how do you do, fellow kids? Right, you know, a right. little bit. And I mean, he is so sexy. Penn, obviously, okay, this is, I should not say this, but Penn doesn't hold a candle to Idris when it comes to like sexy, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, and this is just me, I feel like. Pin would eat me out on the counter, like in, again, like while like the lasagna is baking or whatever. Like I right. feel like he would just like, oh, let's you know we've got thirty minutes. Here you go, yum yum yum. And <laughs> I just, I feel like Idris would probably be too like this is gonna be a romantic night. So let me massage you. Let me do all of this, which is fine. You know, he also seems like like if you like made a mess, like he would be angry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like like if you drop something, you'd be you, he'd have to like stop and have you pick it up before yeah. whereas Penn would be like, it's fine. Throw it all. Yeah. Yeah. Just smash yeah. it. Break it. All right. I mean I'm I'm convinced. Yeah. So Penn. Yeah. Penn. That wow. was a, I didn't think we were gonna go that way. No. That's Here we are. Upset. All right, next round has last year's crowned prince of hot guys. Sure. Yeah. The King? inaugural winner, Joe Manganiello. I still don't think I'm saying it right. <laughs> and Dev Patel. I haven't seen Dev in anything in a while. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But he's hot. And I love, he is really you know, he's cute. really, his glow up has been great, just like on a physical level. Because again, the hair, I love his hair. He's got the facial hair going. I'm going to vote Dev, even okay. though I do lo- love Joe. I will never forget him from True Blood. Yeah. And Magic Mike is fine, but he will always be a werewolf for me. Right, right. <laughs> um, but I feel like Dev would just be... I don't know, more fun in the kitchen. I don't know. I think he'll be sweet. Yeah, I feel like uh, my answer to this is based purely on who I would rather see in an apron. Yeah. Mm, okay. And I feel like it's Joe for me. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't want that to be, like, the deciding factor. <laughs> this is, again, it's a guide. Yes. I don't want that to be, uh, to hold back a, a contender like Dev. Nah, I'm going with Joe, though. Joe. And that's a tiebreaker. All right. We have we've outnumbered Nicole. Yeah. I tried, Dev. Zane Malik versus Chadwick Bozeman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Deep breath. <laughs> I really don't know. My first instinct is Chadwick, mm-hmm. but I do like looking at Zane a lot as well. Yeah, I don't. I I feel the same way. I feel like I, I don't know. I'm gonna get like attacked by people on Twitter, <laughs> but I just like Zane. I think it's very pretty to look at. I don't know how like engaging of a person he really is. Yeah. Um, which I think is just because like he always seemed like he was kind of like shy and uncomfortable with all of the fame mm-hmm. and so probably like yeah every all the times that i've seen him do stuff it's like he's the quiet one but i don't know i don't know if he could bring that energy to my I kitchen i would love to come home and have chadwick boseman just making me a meal yeah, yeah. clothed yeah. or unclothed but obviously preferably unclothed yeah and i feel like zane is like still going through some stuff with like yeah. working out all of the post band stuff or right, whatever right. and he just Chadwick's riding a good wave right now yeah. Chadwick will make me dinner like while Zane plays on the radio there, there we go we have the best of both worlds yes <laughs> cause I do like the song from Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> alright and our last one for the first round John Cho versus Tom Hardy John Cho John Cho <laughs> John Cho is from Harold and Kumar, right? Yep. And he had the TV show. It was just for a season um, with Karen Gillan. And he was in the TV show The Exorcist. He just had a, another movie that was out where he was like looking for oh, his daughter. Yeah, yeah. Searching? Oh, Searching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. 
And uh, Star Trek, the new Star Trek. That's right. Uh, Sulu. Can you imagine him in a little apron making you a little uh. dinner? <laughs> yeah, I can. And he's such a smart ass. Like, you know, he would be very witty yeah. and he's really hot. I saw him at a Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. His eye contact is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. All right. I can picture it. This is another one where I'm like, uh, just like purely based on who I'd rather see. And maybe it's just like, I don't know. Right now I'm feeling like the thick, the thickness. Yeah. (laughs) And I I just like those pictures of Tom, those like MySpace pictures of Tom Hardy are like seared into my brain. Yeah. Um, So maybe, yeah, maybe I don't need, maybe that's enough. I'll relent. I'll relent. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Round one. We have our final... 16. (laughs) (laughs) This one will go faster. But we now have a different question for our round two. Who is most likely to save you from a Victorian era villain who's tied you to a set of train tracks and left you for dead? God, the matches here for this question are insane. (laughs) So this is, yeah. And this is, you know, the like silent movie. Right cliche of you are a damsel in distress Mm -hmm. you are tied to the train tracks a man with a curly mustache has left you to die (laughs) and one man will come and save you and he has to do it romantically so this is a combination of like brawn but also like skill and savviness Mm -hmm. Mm. okay yeah and also i think like comforting you afterwards yeah you, that now you live with that trauma, yeah, and he has to make you feel better about it every mm-hmm. goddamn day. Our first matchup is John Boyega versus Gael Garcia Bernal. Gael, that's not my vote. He's dashing and handsome, <laughs> and like I can just see him in the mustache, you know, and the the eyeliner. You know, I feel like there's maybe a scarf in there too yeah. that he has to like untie really quick. Yeah, yeah, he he like looks the part. He would like whip his jacket off, yeah, and roll up his sleeves, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gael, yeah, Gael. Also, has he seems like he has very mousy teeth, <laughs> and I feel like he could like chew through the rope. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right. Next, Harry Styles versus Timothy Chalamet. Timothy. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard for me. I do think I feel like Harry would be a better like just for the, the this physical challenge. I think he would be better at it. I don't think I think he has slightly more muscle mass than Timothy. I feel like <laughs> Timothy would like <laughs> just like kind of trip on his way to get you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I also like think clumsy like, and like Timothy Chalamet is like so uh, like present in his emotions that like he might get like t- overwhelmed because mm. he'd identify mm. so m- much with like the struggle of it. Yeah. That mm. I feel like Harry's able to be like just step in and and do the work. And you know he's going to, like, cut your head afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Okay. I will will concede. mm. Michael B. Jordan and Mahershala Ali. Okay. Mahershala again. I feel like Michael B. Jordan would... I mean, but this is also just because he's been in, like, superhero stuff. Mm. You know? That's... Yeah. I'm like, he can, like, do crazy things. Yeah, but I feel like Mahershala is more gentlemanly. I don't know. I mean, like, more, like, courtly or whatever. Like, Yeah, I do think if it were any, if it were, like, save you from, like, a burning building, I feel like Michael B. Jordan would do it. But I feel like in this case, it is this, like, old silent movie, yeah. like, chivalry. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, Mahershala has that vibe. Yeah, not necessarily about big movements. It's about, right. like, being able to untie the knots. Right. Yeah. This isn't Under a porn. Pressure. We're not shooting a porn. Okay. Okay. I actually a... was confused. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Mahershala. Sterling K. Brown and K.J. Appa. K.J. can go. We've, <laughs> yeah, we were on the fence anyway. <laughs> Sterling, because now I can't get one. over the... Rest in love, bro. Um, next, Jason Momoa versus Riz Ahmed. Jason. Jason. Yeah. He's going to do it. He's going to do it right. You're going to be yeah. okay. Yeah, he really does check, like, 
the sexy, but like make it chivalrous. Yeah. yeah. Anthony versus Manny Jacinto. Manny. Manny. He has experience with trains from the good place. Sure. <laughs> right. Um, that's that's it. That's all I have. And I feel like he would just give really good soft kisses to soothe you, like mm. after, you know, like little kisses to your forehead. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, no disrespect to Anthony. He'd throw avocados at the train. <laughs> Is this working? Like, because I love a good, like, pretty boy. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I feel like Anthony is like pretty boy. Like oh, those muscles have never done anything useful. <laughs> They're just for show, which is why I love that. But mm-hmm. in this situation, I don't think that they'd be particularly useful. So Manny, Penn Badgley versus Joe Mansion Yellow. I actually feel like Penn. Yeah. But only because we're going back to the original, like you know, old timey outfit yeah. and that kind of stuff. And I feel like he's quick on his feet. Yeah, I feel like Joe might stumble with it. His muscles would get in the way. Yeah. This requires finesse, not just mm-hmm. like brute exactly. strength. Yes. Yes. And Penn is is he's cunning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he's lithe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Penn. Penn. Penn Whoa. unseating. In an upset. Really? Wow. <laughs> Last this is year's winner. not going how I thought. Chadwick versus John Cho. Oh, man. Oh, man. I feel like John Cho would be, like, determined to make sure you are okay. Like, determined to get you out of that scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's only because searching, he spends the entire movie that I have not seen trying to find his daughter. Um, that's, that's a lot of determination. Yeah. I'm going to say John Cho as well because I... I think I put him in like this um, scenario where he was like fighting dragons and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like he has the more romantic elements needed for this Mm -hmm. particular scenario. I see that. This is a this is a serious situation, but it is also one that, if executed properly, is intended to exude romance. Mm -hmm. And so that is yeah. John Cho. All right, we have our final eight. We're going to get into round three right after this commercial break. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If there's something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp Online Counseling can help. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are specialized in all the issues we deal with. Depression? You can talk about it. Anxiety? You can talk about it. Relationships? Trauma? Anger? Family conflicts? LGBT matters? Grief? Self-esteem? Uh, yeah, they talk about it. You can connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's all confidential and convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, as well as chat and text with your therapist. Plus... If for some reason you're not happy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. How comforting is that? Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Unhappy Hour listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code UNHAPPY. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com unhappy. Then you just fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash unhappy. Today's episode is also brought to you by Lisa. Lisa believes that a bed is more than just a place to sleep. It's a place for relaxation and rest. They believe that everybody has the right to rest. That's why they make two awesome mattresses, plus accessories and bases to give your body the deep rest it needs. The all-foam Lisa mattress is new and improved, featuring cooling LSA 200 foam for enhanced pressure relief for side sleepers. Boom! And their Sapira hybrid mattress is the perfect combo of foam and spring for pressure relief and edge-to-edge support. Double boom! Not only does your body rest easy, but your mind can too, because Lisa donates one mattress for every 10 they sell to organizations that work in causes like foster care prevention. 
To date, they've donated more than 32,000 mattresses through more than 1,000 nonprofits. For what feels like centuries, I've been sleeping on the mattress equivalent of a boulder at my parents' house until now. Because we finally replaced it with a brand spanking new Lisa mattress. It is absolutely delightful to rest my sweet, sweet head upon. And my mom's happy too because now I want to come home more frequently. Thanks to Lisa. So, whether you're treating yourself to a new mattress or one for your guest bedroom, you can get 15% off your entire order at lisa.com slash unhappy and use promo code unhappy. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash unhappy. Promo code unhappy. And we're back. Okay, round three, Hot Guy March Madness 2019. Round three, question is, who is most likely to be the best zombie apocalypse lover, companion, and protector? You are fighting for your life, post-apocalyptic world. Who is there beside you? First round, Gael Garcia Bernal or Harry Styles? Gael. This is a tougher (laughs) one than I thought. Uh, I think any other question I would have gone to bat for Harry I don't think he would be a good zombie apocalypse companion. No. A good companion. I don't know how great at protecting me against zombies he would be. Right. I don't know how great Gael would be at that. He seems more like rugged. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I don't know. He seems like he could grow a beard. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah, I think Gael... He might also just have, like, a better sense of direction, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Harry's been all over the world, but he's been kind of pampered all over the world. Mm, that Not is to the say, thing. I mean, Gael has been acting for a long time, too, since he was a teen. But I don't know. Yeah. This is like all the all the accoutrements of life have been stripped away. Mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. just, like, their, the essence of who they are as a person. Gael. And see, for me, I almost feel like Harry. I can't believe I'm... I don't know. I don't know why. I feel like at some points I might get annoyed by Gael, but I also Mm. think I'm basing this more on characters he's played. Mm. But, I mean, I'm outnumbered here. Yeah, I feel like I have to... I I just feel like if I have to go by the question, I don't think... I think Harry is made for this world, not the not the post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm so sorry. R.I.P. Okay, yeah. uh, next, Mahershala versus Sterling K. Brown. Wow. I, I go, go ahead. No, I <laughs> I love. Ooh, I don't know because I love Mahershala so much. I yeah, I kind of think that Sterling would be more suited to the task. I'm leaning towards Sterling, but I don't have a real reason why. Yeah. Other right, than like he's more muscular. Yeah. Right, right. I feel like protection wise. Yeah. He would be the go to. Mm-hmm. Right. Sterling it is. Sterling. Okay. Jason Momoa versus Manny Jacinto. I love Manny, but I just don't think that yeah. he's going to cut it in the post-apocalyptic universe. Yeah, it's going to be Jason. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, Jason for sure. I think Manny would make like a good, um, I don't know if you watched Walking Dead, but like I feel like he would be like a good like zombie that you like keep on a leash. Uh. <laughs> and like in the hopes that like they find a cure. But there's like some video, I think it was um, Jason was doing an ad for... What's the Carhartt? Yeah. What is it? Clothing company? Yeah, the clothing company. Uh Uh-huh. And he's climbing mountains and shit. So I feel like he could do some real physical activity if necessary. Jason? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 For sure. Lastly, Penn Badgley versus John Cho. John Cho. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) I feel like even though both of them seem very witty and mm-hmm. um, practical. They are very similar. Yeah. I would say these, these two. I feel like John, because he's... Uh, okay, so this is where 
being tall may not help because Penn is a little taller. I think he might uh-huh. be six feet and John Cho might be like 5'10 or something like that. Uh-huh. But I feel like that means that John could get into smaller spaces mm. to get like supplies or things that have right, fallen, right. you know, off the side or something. Yeah. And he would be quicker mm-hmm. Yeah, for like, you know, moving, getting away from stuff. Right, right. I almost think, yeah, Penn Badgley is almost like too much of a pretty boy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. He'll rescue you in like the train scenario, but mm-hmm. he's not necessarily going to be able to like protect both of you yeah. in, the, in that kind of scenario. Yeah. Although his facial features are very sharp. <laughs> and I do think that they would like come in handy, but. You could weaponize them. All right. John Show it is. All right. Second to last round. Wow. Round four, the semifinal. Who is most likely to write a chart-topping, emotional, yet catchy and widely appealing love song about your whirlwind romance? Gael. Gael versus Sterling. Gael. Gael. Mozart in the Jungle and Coco. That man has a lovely voice. And you know he'd be so romantic with it. And also it'd probably be in Spanish and English. Yeah. Yeah. I did not think he was going to get this far. I know. And then Jason Momoa versus John Cho. See, it's hard to picture either of them as singers. Yeah. Um, Jason, though, I think he's been around musical people because Zoe Kravitz yeah. is in a band and stuff. And um, Lenny Kravitz, obviously, is a musician. So he's he would have, like, the connections to, right. you know. He'd have some editors. Yeah. Yeah, I almost feel like John Cho would be the better singer, but, like, Jason would sell it. Yeah. He would sell it with, like, the passion where Mm -hmm. you're like, I feel like this is about me, even if it's not. Yeah, Mm -hmm. John Cho would probably be more just, like, a pop anthem. Sure. Mm -hmm. And Jason Moe is, like, this one's for me. Great. So we're going with Jason? I think so. All right. So our final matchup is between (laughs) Jason Momoa and Gael Garcia Bernal. (laughs) (laughs) Feels a little uh, unbalanced here. (laughs) But our final question, which is not stacked in favor of Jason Momoa, is who. Not stacked in favor of Jason Momoa? I mean, not intentionally stacked in favor of Jason Momoa. This was not intentional. Okay. (laughs) The final question who would look better riding a white stallion naked on a beach at sunset? I really think it's, there's no question. There's no question. No. It's Jason. It's Jason. It's Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Wow. I've pictured Hot it. Hot guy 2019. Um, what a journey we've all been on. Wow. Yeah. I do think I've seen a lot. Well, I am curious what what your personal chart, what, what winner you had. Right. We should say that Nicole came in with a bracket already <laughs> printed out, already had notes on it. And uh, um, we want to hear about it. Well, my final, because I couldn't figure out which one I wanted, but my final round was Mahershala versus John Cho. Okay. So I don't know who I would have chosen. Hey, they both came pretty far. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. I'll ha- I have to fill this out, like, no questions, just yeah. my like my picks and see where I, where I land. Of because uh, we tweeted this out earlier and uh, people were filling it out. I feel like Jason Momoa was a pretty popular one. Oh yeah, I did get a couple of threats that if he didn't win, <laughs> they'd be angry. But so. this was not this was not influenced by that. <laughs> we're an independent organization. Our methods are pure. So Jason, we'll be mailing you your uh, prize in about <laughs> eight to ten business weeks. And thank you, everybody, for participating. Thank you, Nicole, for bringing your thirst expertise. <laughs> thank you. This was so much fun. <laughs> we'll do it again every year. All right, we're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that helps all the bad shit go down. Starting with the TV we watched this week. Barry, what you watching? So sadly, I've been working a lot, which means that I have not been able to prioritize my real job of watching a lot of TV. Yeah. I know. It's disappointing. But uh, I did finish season two of Broadchurch. Mm-hmm. And I 
fucking loved it. That show is so good. It's so good. It's so dark. It's so dark, but it's also so satisfying. And yeah. like and like everything about the storytelling is just incredible and the the performances are phenomenal and oh, man, I just the the first two seasons are like some of the best seasons I've ever seen of TV. And I'm not even really a crime person. Like I don't really like watching crime shows. Yeah. But this one it's so good. What have you been watching this week? I'm gearing up for Queer Eyes coming back. That I'll yes, I'll probably is. watch that on the airplane and just sob. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to that. I haven't watched a lot of new stuff. This week, though, I committed to uh, a rewatch of Game of Thrones. Ooh, I actually was going to suggest that we do that while we're in L.A. Well. Because I also was going to ask if you, this is more just like a personal friendship thing, but I was going to ask if you wanted to watch the season with me. Yeah. Okay, every Sunday night. Yeah, I think they uh, they just released the like uh, lineup the tri- of episodes. The oh, well, yeah. and and the trailer, but like every episode is like seventy minutes long, and there's like two eighty minute finales. I think. Uh huh. This actually is related to my chaser. Yeah. Can I can I go for it? What's your chaser? Here's the thing. I finished all of the Game of Thrones books. Yeah. <laughs> I finished I finished the fifth one uh, last week. And it's a, it's the kind of thing where, like, I, I read other things throughout the years, but I like to have one thing that I can, like, always go back to that I'm just very slowly reading, and it's almost more of a comfort thing. Uh-huh. And that's what Game of Thrones has been for me. So it's taken me years to read all of them, one, because they're insanely long, but also because I've been reading a lot of other things during that time. But I finished the fifth one, and I was so sad i was like shit i don't but i'm so excited for the new season to come out yeah but now i just started i was like i need another insanely long series that's like fantasy or sci-fi or something like that that can be my comfort thing so i just started dune uh but anyway those are my chasers but i'm so excited for game of thrones yeah but yeah what's your chaser this week it's been a weird week because i was in michigan and now i'm back and I don't know. I got drunk yesterday and I'm starting. Your chaser is to... getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like. I don't mean to yuck your yum. I'm sorry. No, I, I do feel like I'm starting to notice way more how how much alcohol affects my like mood oh, the no. next day. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just a product. Like uh, half of it is just like I'm tired. Yeah. And dehydrated and like hungry. So all of those are already, like, making me feel bad. But I do forget that, like, alcohol counteracts antidepressants. I feel like I've said this on the show before. Last week, yeah. (laughs) You'd think I'd learned my lesson, but no. No, I like going out. It's fun. I do think I should offer a correction, just in case anybody thinks that I don't like going out. Based on everything I said on last week's episode, uh-huh. I do very much enjoy going out. Maybe that should be my chaser. Yeah, that should this be your is chaser. Just me talking myself into figuring out what my chaser is. I actually like really enjoy going out and being social. I I feel like I am an extrovert masquerading as an introvert, or like I actually am an extrovert. I don't really like staying in all that much. I like going out, but I've I've especially over the past few years now that I work for myself. It's very isolating, and I'm trying to, like, break out of that shell. So now I cherish the times when I get to go out, and I go hard, <laughs> apparently. My other chaser, I I will also add, um, I am a pro daylight savings. I don't know what one Insane. is daylight savings and which one isn't, but I like it now it is lighter, longer. Yeah. That is a mood booster, and I support it. So your chaser is the sun? Yeah. Amazing. You lose one hour of sleep on one day. One day. And it's a fucking Sunday. Sleep for another hour and stop bitching about it. And that's it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can head to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get podcasts. Hit that subscribe button. Then rate us or review us, but only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Media. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, and me, Matt Bellasai. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky. Our editors are Dina Kleiner and Josh Gwynn. Music by Hans Del Sue. You can bother Barry at Pie. You can worship me at Matt Bellasai. And you can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter for all the latest podcast buzz. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. <gasps> uh, bye bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
again to BetterHelp for sponsoring today's episode. For whatever struggles you're facing, from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient you can schedule secure video or phone sessions, as well as chat and text with your therapist, and anything you share is completely confidential. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Unhappy Hour listeners even get 10% off your first month with the discount code UNHAPPY, so why not get started? Head to BetterHelp.com unhappy and fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a counselor you'll love today. <laughs> 